Amen, everyone. Amen. Aren't you excited that you are awake this early morning hour? You know, some have not awakened, and some may not awaken. God has given us this day, so let's rejoice and let's be glad. Let's be satisfied. Let's be grateful. Let's be full of the brightness of him. Let's have joy. Be happy. Why? Because God has given us another day. So let us show the Lord our joy and the world. Tell him with your own words for a moment. Just right now, tell him with your own words what he means to you. Father, we honor you. We honor you this day. Lord Jesus, we praise your wonderful name, your name that is above all others. And Holy Spirit, we are humbled before you. And we welcome your holy presence to invade not only our hearts, but come and invade this prayer call. Fill us. Fill us up till we overflow. Till we overflow touching hearts and lives that are in need of a Savior as we go about our day. Help us to be sensitive to those around us. Help us to recognize. Help us to Speak a right now word to someone that will bring encouragement, that will bring them to the foot of the cross. We pray these things. We pray these things in Jesus' name. And all of you said amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, we have a great team this morning starting with our controller, who is Sister Tanika's mother's. Without her, there would be no call available for us. So I say to you, Tanika, good morning. Good morning, dear one, and blessings in abundance. My name is Heather Dawson. I am facilitating the call this morning. We want to honor our pastor, Bishop Christopher C. Smith, and Pastor Lady Adrian Smith, you know, there are gifts to the house of New Destiny. Our intercessor for the morning that will be praying is Sister Yvette M. Timenza. She has not been able to be with us for a couple of months, but praise the Lord, she is now back once again. So good morning, Yvette. How are you doing? Good morning, Elder Heather. Hallelujah. <laughs> Good morning to Bishop and Pastor Agent and to all on the line. I pray blessings to each one of you. I am doing excellent by the mercies of God and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Thank you. Amen. Amen. It is wonderful to hear your voice on the call so early in the morning. Um, may the Lord bless you. And... Uh, we have uh, prayed, welcoming, you know, the presence of the Lord as we opened up the call uh, to fill us up. So please receive 
our devotion leader this morning, Minister Randall Gorey, because I know he has a devotion that will bless and encourage us as we start this day. So good morning, Minister Randall. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Good to hear your voice again. Sister Yvette, miss you so much. God bless you. Good to have you back on. But thank you. What a wonderful day we have to be alive and well this morning. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, I hope all of you are catching the, the joy, the joy this morning. You know, because in him, in him we have everything. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So because we've already prayed and because we are positioned and ready, and I know that Minister Randall uh, is ready, so we're going to turn it over to him at this time uh, so that he can bring the devotion to uh, us. So Holy Spirit, we just ask that you speak through him and that the word that is given will penetrate the open heart that each one of us have this morning in Jesus' name. Minister Randall, please come. Thank you so much. And I didn't want to forget Sister Tamika um, in welcoming her this morning as well. Uh, Giving honor to God this morning for another great and awesome day that he has allowed us to see one more time. Uh, Giving acknowledgement and honor to uh, Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, the shepherds of this house, want to acknowledge all of the clergy that have taken time out this morning to be a part of the prayer call to the universal body of Christ uh, that is on the lines, uh, especially my new destiny family. Thank you all so much for being on the line. Praise God for each and every one of you. Well, this morning is a great opportunity to hear what God has to say. He hasn't given much, but this specific devotion this morning on this specific topic is major. And so I want to take my time, but I don't want to take too much time to just hit some points about the importance uh, to repentance. So today on October the 19th, 2022, Repentance Proceeds Everything is the title of this morning's devotion. Repentance Proceeds Everything. And the verse that we'll be looking at for this devotion this morning comes out of Acts, the third chapter, the 19th verse, my favorite version, New King James, and it simply reads, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. One more time. Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So what does this scripture mean in general speaking? It means repent and turn to God. Turn away from what you used to do and turn and face the Lord and begin something brand new. Because throughout this sermon in Acts, the third chapter, the 19th verse, Peter insisted that Jesus is Savior. He suffered according to God's plan, and the prophets had foretold of his suffering. Now, remember, 
the apostles had seen Jesus' death and his resurrection. They were witnesses, in other words. And at least some of the audience that was present would have heard Jesus teach, would have heard, seen him heal, and then they also saw him die. So repentance is a major theme in Jesus' ministry even today to us, the Church of Jesus Christ, this day. So let's look at this a little closely because repentance is serious business, people of God. Repentance is serious. Over 75 times it's mentioned in the Bible. So in order to be saved, we must accept that our sins are wrong and that God provides the way that we should live. In other words, we need to allow the belief to change us inside and out. Now, this doesn't mean that we'll never sin again because we're just simply not perfect, right? It just means that our goal is to hate sin as much as God hates sin. Because if we really think about it, True repentance is connected to a godly grief or a godly sorrow that we have rebelled against God. And you can look at this more in 2 Corinthians 7 and 9. But true repentance is having a godly grief or a godly sorrow. Peter says if they repent, their sins will be blotted out. Now, when you blot something out, it's, 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 it's being covered. It's, it's like it's, it's, you can see it, but then all of a sudden it, it's being blotted out. So I was, I was actually uh, thinking of a pen being used to write something. But then it's a mistake, and I don't want it anymore, so I use something that's stronger than the ink in order to blot it out so that it no longer exists. So I can take something small, such as a cotton ball or something that can soak really well, and I can use that to go over the mistake I made. But in this case, you don't see the, the color of what's on the cotton ball. You just see nothing. It's been blotted out. That's how it works when your sins are blotted out by the power of the blood of Jesus. So let's look at what confession and how what confession is and how that is connected to repentance. So confession is when you acknowledge your wrongdoing. Okay? It's it's almost like a person making a mistake or or, or a person uh, saying something that was not okay to say to someone, um, you know, they, they made a mistake on something or, or, or they did something that wasn't, wasn't meant to be done, but, but they're, they're sorry for that. So they confess that to that person. They say, hey, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, di- I didn't mean to do that. Please forgive me, right? But now repentance refers to a feeling of remorse about something. 
So as humans, we're used to apologizing to make it right with another person. Even though we confess to them, we, we, we still apologize because that's as far as we can go as humans. We're, we're not perfect, but God requires us to repent when we commit sin because you have to feel remorseful about what you did that disobeyed God. And so it's different than standing in front of a human person and, and being sorry. Before God, you, you must repent of that and have a humble heart that allows you to be obedient to that repentance. And so now you can say, Father, I confess that I did this sin, but I want to repent of it and be done with it forever. And so the mercy of our God allows that to happen, right? So there are four steps or principles, rather, of repentance. The first one, we must recognize our sins. To repent, we must admit to ourselves that we have sinned. Because if we don't admit it, then, you know, we're, we're the person that committed the offense. And so we have to admit it. If we don't, then we're, we're, we're lying, right? We're, we're, we're not being truthful. So we must admit to ourselves that we have sinned. Two is we must feel sorry for our sins. We didn't want to do that. And so now we want to make good. Three, we must forsake our sins. We don't want any more parts of that. So we give it away, never going back to it. Four, we must confess our sins. We must, you know, say that, hey, we, we did that. I, I did do that, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, I repent of it. Number five, we must take restitution, okay? Restitution is the, rest, is the restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. We still belong to God. No matter who says we, we, we don't or who believes something different, we were bought with a price. So we, we need to be restored because we're lost when we sin or, or we've been stolen by the enemy, in other words. And to be returned to the Father, we must confess and repent of our sins so that he can redeem us. But also, this time of restitution is a time of Christ's second coming. Now, if we don't have, you know, sin in our lives removed, when Christ comes and we don't know when that is, we could be in, we will be in serious trouble. Not we could be, we will be in serious trouble. So we need to be in a place of forgiveness because of our confession and repentance before Christ comes. Please. Okay, number six, we must forgive others. Okay, forgiving others, um, exemplifying Christ's love and his character. We, we must forgive others and we must love everybody. And then number seven says we must keep the commandments of God. Okay, now, now the word that jumped out to me in this passage of Scripture was refreshing. And I just simply wanted to say here that refreshing in this 19th verse simply means renewing or reviving or restoring in your spirit. So repentance and conversion always brings about a refreshing or reviving of the spirit as an immediate result. So that's one of the benefits of repentance is that you get this refreshed 
reviving that allows you to be restored so you can have this brand new start. Amen? So let's remember this as we just proceed with life in general, that confession and repentance are two of the most powerful acts that we can do to make right before God. There are three other points here that I would like to make because they do have to do with, again, I'm using here true repentance. So the first one says that true repentance involves a sense of awareness of one's own guilt, one's own sinfulness, and helplessness. And the passage of Scripture for this um, is Psalms, the 51st, chapter 4 through 10, and then Psalms 109, 21 through 24. Okay, two, the second one would be true repentance means a change of attitude and action regarding sin. Hatred of sin turns the repentant person away from his or her sin to God. Psalms 119, verse 128, Job, the 42nd chapter, 5 through 6, and 2 Corinthians 7 and 10. Three, true repentance results in a radical, persistent pursuit of holy living, walking with God in obedience to his commands. I love that. It results in a radical and persistent pursuit of holy living. That's the kind of lifestyle we want, a holy lifestyle, walking with God in obedience, being obedient to, to God. Second Timothy 2, 19-22, and 1 Peter 1 and 16. So the focus of this devotion coming from this chapter, is of Jesus Christ's mission because it was a call to sinners to repentance. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance, Luke 5 and 32. His call of absolute surrender goes out to all people, not some, not most, but to all people. But unless you repent, you too will perish if you do not repent, Luke 13 and 5. So in his farewell to his disciples, Jesus commanded that they take his message of repentance and faith to all the nations, Luke 24 and 47. Repentance in the Bible involves a complete and irreversible change of mind, heart, and actions. Repentance recognizes that our sin is offensive to God. To repent, please hear this, to repent means to make an about face, a heart-directed turn away from self to God, from the past to a future ruled by God's commands, acknowledging that the Lord reigns, he still reigns supreme over one's existence. Wow. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for the power of repentance. We thank you, Lord God, that you never turn away from us when we confess and repent our sins and we do true repentance, turning away from that act of disobedience to an act of obedience, allowing our hearts to be changed so that we're humble to recognize that we've done wrong to you when we have disobeyed your law. We thank you today that the power of the blood still washes away all sin and it still makes 
one whole. We thank you, Lord, that your word assures us that you make all things new. So we give you praise this morning because the power of repentance is what we need to stay in right standing with you. Give us this day another opportunity to get to know you in a better way so that after we've repented, our lives are different. And we'll see the manifestations, Lord, of your promises come to pass in each and every one of our lives and our family members' lives. And it's this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heather? Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, that was a powerful, awesome devotion. I could not write fast enough. And I'm sure many of us who take notes could not write fast enough. There was so much meat in this devotion. So I would suggest when it is um, uh, loaded back up, you'll be able to go online and you can listen to it again. Thank you, Minister Randall. May God just bring a refreshing to your soul this morning. Hallelujah. Great word. We're we're going to go into a time of prayer with uh, Sister Yvette leading. So I would ask all of us, all of us, let us be united with her as she comes to share the requests and to bring them before the Lord. Um, Yvette, if you would come at this time, please. Thank you, Elder. Wow. I would say the same thing. You gave us much this morning. I may have to listen to it again. It's powerful. Thank you, Minister Randall. So we have a praise report and a prayer request this morning. Our praise report is from Bernetta Payne, and this is her testimony. I am not asking for anything. I wanted to give you my prayer praise. I was happy with my position at work. I work from home. I am an early riser. I start work around 4 in the morning. I am actually finished at 10. Uh, My manager says, I have an offer for you. The director told me to offer to you first, for he is trying to get this new line of business. And she said, okay, here it goes. It's being the senior business analyst for the hospital morgue. Well, I told them what they what they can do with that. So my director called me and we talked. He made some adjustments for me. I accepted the position. It pays double my salary. God was trying to bless me, but I was I was comfortable. Don't like change. So I thank God for the bless for for blessing me in spite of myself. So, Father, we are rejoicing for the double portion our sister has received. And we ask, Lord God, that you anoint her for the new position. Thank you for this praise report, O God. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. And our prayer request is from Demetria Gallegos. Lord Jesus, I pray that you give my mother and family the strength to go through the test. When we are weak, you show us, show us your powerful strength. Give my mother perfect peace, joy, healing, and continue to surround her with your love. 
I rebuke the spirit of depression in Jesus' name and provide breakthrough for my family in the areas that they need. We heard your word. We are built for this. So show yourself strong as we only look unto you for understanding as you are God and God alone. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you today, O God. We honor your name. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers us all in this line today, O God. And Lord, we just thank you for uh, just, just gathering us again in this prayer call, O God, this morning. So we're lifting up to you this prayer request from Demetria Gallegos. We thank you, Lord God, that you already heard the heart of our dear sister and her voice of supplication for her mother and family. And Lord God, as a church, we are coming in agreement with her for strength, peace, joy, healing, and breakthrough for her and her family. We are surrounding Demetria and her family with our love and intercession this morning, O God. We're lifting up their hands in this difficult time, Lord God, before you. We're lifting them up, O God, and we ask that you will touch each one of them. Provide strength to overcome all tests that they are going through, O God. We know, Lord God, that after these tests and trials, as they continue to stay in proximity with you, Lord God, that they will be strengthened. We declare your word that your grace is sufficient for them, for your strength is made perfect in their weaknesses, O God. We decree, Lord God, no test nor trial will overcome them except of what is common to man. God, you are faithful. You will not allow this family to be tested beyond what they can bear. But with the testing, you will provide a way of escape, O God, so that they can endure the test, O God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that during this testing, we pray their eyes, their ears, their hearts, their affection and confidence is focused on you, O God, on your word, on your promises. Let them declare the word of the Lord in the midst of their situations, O God. Father, let each one stand in your promises. For they are true and living, O God. We command and rebuke the spirit of depression this morning and other spirits attached to it in the name of Jesus. We come against despair, loneliness, and giving up in Jesus' name. We come against those clouds of darkness, overwhelming spirit, spirit of anxiety and restlessness that has touched their mother. We come against them. We curse the root of depression in the mighty name of Jesus. Let their mother, Lord God, release the situation and issues of life overwhelming her to you, O God. Let this, let this thing that has become her burden be released to you, mighty God. You said in your word, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so, Lord God, we declare depression will not imprison her, O God. We cover Demetrius' mother in the blood of Jesus, and we decree, Lord God, and declare freedom from bandage, from fear. And, Lord God, we are claiming liberty, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Father, release your peace. Right now, O oh God, to, her, to Demetrius' mother, 
Come and touch her today, Lord God. Bring in your healing and peace, and peace, Lord God, like a river. We speak hope. We speak strength, Lord God, and confidence in you. We ask, Lord God, that you revive her and cause her to come out, O oh God, of that depression. Cause her, Lord God, to arise. Arise and shine in the name of Jesus. Replace depression, Lord God, with your joy, Lord God. With your joy, O oh God. For the joy of the Lord is her strength. Empower and move her, Lord God, from captivity, Lord God, to freedom, to worship you in the name of Jesus. And, Lord God, we also pray, Lord God, breakthrough for her entire family, Lord God, in all aspects and areas of their lives, spirit, soul, and body, Lord God, in their finances, in their health, O oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, cover this entire family in your blood. And, Lord God, let your presence, Lord God, hallelujah, overwhelm each one of them this morning. Lord God, we give you glory, Lord God, for divine recovery, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And all of this, Lord God, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Healed, delivered, and set free. In Jesus' name. And you know, even from this prayer request, we believe we're going to hear a praise report. Just as Bernetta sent in her praise report, she received double portion. Well, we're going to hear. We're going to hear about this dear, precious mother being set free from depression and bondage. The devil is a liar, and whom the sun sets free is going to be free indeed. Hallelujah. So we agree with Mark eleven twenty four that tells us, I urge you to boldly believe. Boldly. Don't be timid in your belief. Be bold. Boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Whatever it is, be convinced that you have received it, and it will be yours. Hallelujah. The Word tells us that. We can stand on the Word. It's unshakable. It remains steadfast and sure. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Wow. That was wonderful prayer. Wonderful prayer. I want to go back to Minister Randall for any closing thoughts that he might have to uh, leave us with. So, Minister Randall, anything further? No, Mother, just this one thing, that we should just make sure that we are a repentant body in any house that we're representing on the line this morning, a repentant body of believers for the house in which you represent. Pray for your man and woman of God that stand before the congregation. Um, Pray for your bishop and your first lady. A man of God poured himself out on Sunday, and he just needs to be refreshed. So let's keep our men and women of God and our leaders that are under them lifted in prayer for the strength they need to continue in this good work. And I strongly believe it starts with a heart of repentance personally and then corporately as a body. Amen. Mm, amen. Amen. I'm in agreement with you. Thank you for 
sharing that, um, yes, our man of God on Sunday poured himself out, truly, and uh, he needs to be refreshed. So we do declare that over him and all the leadership, any of the clergy, all those that participate. And, you know, if you attend a different church, we pray the same thing over your pastor, over the congregation, and it has to start with repentance. Praise mm-hmm. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Father, your word tells us, as we heard in Acts 3, that we must repent. We must. But not only must we repent, we must turn around. We must mm-hmm. turn around. We must change our mind and purpose. We must change our mind and purpose. What is your mind bent on? What is your purpose? If it is unholy, if it's ways that are not right in the eyes of God, you need to turn. Oh, Father, help us to turn back to you so that our sins will be removed completely obliterate it. We made a mistake, but it's going to be covered up. It's going to be blotted out. Yes. Wiped clean. Wiped clean. Never to be remembered again. Think about that. Father, how we thank you for that. You do not look upon us except through the eyes of your son. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. If we repent and turn back to you, will then yes. flow from your presence. Yes. Father, send the refreshing winds to revive your people. Mm. Yes. Send those winds. Many are tired. They've grown tired and they feel weak and they're worn out. Why? Because they have been living apart from you. They turned away and not toward. Father, let them hear the word of the Lord today, which is repent. Repent, turn back to God, to you, Father, so that times of refreshing that is so desperately needed will flow freely. And when it flows freely, it will revive the church, the ecclesia, the people of God to newness of life. Father, you have blessed us this morning. We heard a powerful devotion. And I pray that we cannot shake it off. That we will we will think what was said today and heed what was said today. 
We had powerful prayer. We heard a praise report. It says, God, you are still on the throne. You are still doing. You are still touching lives. You've not turned away. It has been us that have turned away. But you're calling us. You're calling us and you're saying, repent. Bend your knee. Bow before me. Bow before me. Face me. Don't give me your back, but give me your face. I will refresh you to give you the strength and the joy that you need to accomplish all things that I have called you to. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor this morning. We're going to open up the line for a few minutes of praying together. I ask that you pray in the Spirit. Use your heavenly language. It's the most perfect prayer that you can pray. So pray in the Spirit. If you do not have your heavenly language, then I ask that you just praise the Lord, bless Him, honor Him. It's not a time to pray for yourself or your family. This is a time to pray in the Spirit and to give praise unto our God. Sister Tanika, please open the line. 